here, okay? What do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? And we're back. Lip girls. We're back. And we're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. We teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. A marriage can be a society of love and mutual support. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of sexes. Flawless, flawless, rhyme around there, flawless, flawless, flawless. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are, whenever you are tuning into this, we're back. And we're back. And we're back. So the name of this episode is The War on Women. As you can tell, we tried to set the, the tone for this episode with, say her name. Ooh, Chiamanda Ngozi. Yeah, Adichie. that was at the beginning of that flawless uh, song from Beyonce. And um, I, I was asking, is there a war on women? I really can't find my notes, to be quite honest. I don't see them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I deleted them on accident. Oh, damn. Oh. Like, <laughs> I've been sitting this whole time scrolling like, Where's my screenshots? Where's my notes? Well, they're in the in the text message with John. I don't see it. No, go go to the text message with John. I am in that text message. The uh, the screenshots are in there. I see hyper independent. Where's the war on women? It's the first one. I seen at eight thirty six today. This is how we record the whole bag. We be looking at our oh. notes. Okay, Lord. <laughs> All right, and we're back. <laughs> So I had asked, is there a war on women? Why or why not? I asked this on my Instagram, my personal Instagram. Um, And I think how I came about asking is, you know, me being a woman first and foremost, and then a black woman on top of that and a mother, I think I firsthand uh, see a lot of these policies that are being um, put out there against women because they don't work in our um, favor. And I have to think about my daughter's future. I have to think about things like that and how they affect how policies that are put into place today affect her when she's old enough to have a baby if she so chooses or get married or whatever the situation is. Um, So I asked that question and one person said, 
Yes. So I was like, okay, well, why? He said, business-wise, women tend to have to work harder than men and statistics show less pay for the same jobs. Family-wise, only 1% of people make over 400000 a year. Women are expected to work and still do the traditional things women do instead of men adapting to pick up things, quote-unquote, women do at home. Relationship-wise, most women get half-assed love, and when you're successful or beautiful, you get love for how you look next to a man instead of who you truly are. Also, women control the oceans because y'all have the power to bring a man up, but also bring them down. Men tend to unconsciously move a certain way to not give you that power. Robbing women of a more fruitful relationship. Those are just my opinions. The world throws rocks at us men every day, but we don't see the boulders y'all get hit with every day, too. Mm. He wrote that and I was like... Well, damn, you know what I'm saying? And this was coming from a Hispanic man. It's not coming from a white man or a black man. So I'm glad that different people spoke on it. However, I asked um, another guy. I think I didn't even I didn't even screenshot his. And he was like, no. So I was like, okay, black people don't (laughs) like to read. Why not? And he said, I'm sorry, people don't like to read, not black people. And he was like, well, well, because um, it's always going to be a war on the uh, with women against the black man. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, do me a favor. Google What's that meme. Take the headphones off. Yes. Oh. I was like, do me a favor. <laughs> Google the war on women and come back with me. So he comes back like maybe 15 minutes later. and He was like, oh, you meant like on some like political shit or like some something like that. And I said, it's just so funny to me that your brain automatically went to. Me saying, is there a war on women? And you turning that around to be women at war with men. I was like, I didn't say that. But it's with funny how you're mad. Specifically. Specifically. I was like, and it's so funny how your brain automatically is fine-tuned to think that negative from out of this simple question that mm-hmm. I said. I was like, so you're really part of the problem. Absolutely. You're proving my point, if anything. Like, I just asked a simple question. Um, so then I have another woman that said... Definitely. They don't want us to gain our individually and step into our power. So I said, well, what does that mean? She said, I view it as no one would be here without the woman. We literally bring life into this world. We are strategic, strong, resilient. We have more to offer than being a homemaker and being, quote unquote, put in our place. No man would be where they are without a woman. A woman can literally make or break a man. And whenever a woman unleashes her inner power and is balanced within her femininity, and masculinity, there is truly nothing a woman can't do. Can I comment on that? Sure. I now you know I love girl power. Um, I don't agree with that. I don't either. I don't either. There are gay men who have helped each other get to the top, and they've had their non-binary, gender pronoun conforming, whatever you call it, assist them. Because I feel like men feel like they don't need women, and um, so yeah. Unfortunately, I I think her argument is invalid but it this goes to speak to the war on women because they're trying to beat us the only thing they can't do without us is procreate so they still need us around mm-hmm. for that for the basic stuff to but, be breeders yeah they, <laughs> breeders um but yeah no I, I do truly feel and i don't think all the eligibility community doesn't f with women i don't think that at all i'm not saying that what i'm saying is you all men don't need a woman all biologically born men don't need a woman to support them because some of them don't even like being around us at all. So then she continued to say, (laughs) we dead ass don't need men for anything other than helping in children making department. However, men are so stuck in the patriarchy system. That's 
that they forget that in chess, queen is the most powerful piece in chess. We can go back to in African history and see that the most powerful, some of the most powerful rulers of some countries were indeed women. Um, Yeah, the only thing that I oppose to that is I don't want it to be a women versus men thing. That's getting that rhetoric is so old. It's played out. I'm tired of it. Mm -hmm. When I say the war on women, I just literally mean the policies that are being put in place, even from statistically showing how women didn't have any freedom. Hell, until after slaves had freedom. And so or however many years apart, slaves had freedom. Like it really just shows that. How I guess I'll say the United States views women. Oh, no, this is beyond the United States. But I live here, so I can only speak here. I mean, I mean, me personally, that's what I'm saying. Looking at policies that are being put out in the United States shows how. But I know in our notes, we get into religion, doctrines, Mm -hmm. right? And women have women have never been valued like uh, we've only we were. I agree. We're raised Christian, so we can only speak on the Bible. <clears throat> it's all from a male's perspective and then like even in the first testament if you were on your cycle you couldn't be in church you couldn't cut your hair all that type of stuff and um it's it they just don't value you know the switching away from religion men don't value men have always been in love with themselves throughout history and throughout time even now it's just it's they're finding ways every time we we figure out a way to have our voice and say, I'm going to do what I want to do. They find a way to go up. Oh, you know what? Hmm. Let's create this policy real quick. Too loud in here. Uh, yeah. 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 You feeling yourself. <laughs> is, that no- is that fun? I see over there. <laughs> nah, I don't like that shit. So I, yeah, I don't. And, and it's not. And sometimes it's not even just men. You have women. Yep. Who like to because you think differently than them. They want to put these policies in place. If I had to do this and you got to do it, too. Yeah. Why? That's like that. We're two different people. You know, and I'm going to pivot back into religion real quick because you said that we were both raised in church. So I remember as a kid going to a Baptist church and this church that I was raised in was very old school. Mm hmm. Um, so he was by the Bible. Mm -hmm. When I say by the Bible, no women were allowed to be the head of the church at all. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even you could not even walk across the pulpit as a woman. Mm -hmm. There was no room for a woman to be in the pulpit from a young age. Imagine that being programmed into my head and how it makes me feel. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of feel less than like, why is it that all these men have powerful positions? You have your ministers, you have your deacons. Um, and then a woman was looked down on if she was got divorced. Like it, it was so bad in that church. Women couldn't wear pants. We mm-hmm. had to wear pantyhose and skirts below your knees. Yep, we had to have like, <laughs> even if we sat in the, if you sit in the front, you got to have that little cover over your thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even me thinking about that, I saw, um, I think it was TD Jakes and he had said, oh, what? No, it was, a, I think it was a white pastor. And he was basically saying, y'all women need a, pay more attention to how y'all are coming into church with the if you got to pull it down it's too short if you got to do this and it's it's bringing away driving away the attention of the man that's trying to you know tell you about God and and I was just thinking in my head shouldn't the shift be on the man you need to control your thoughts when you're in church you need to And again, I was young and I'm like, he's really telling women how to dress in church versus telling these men or raising these little boys up to have better thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's always been that. It's always even so so now I was watching South Park the other day and this girl, this guy was in the police station and 
uh, I don't know much about South Park. I but, love that show. Yeah, so he was in a police station. He's like, my girlfriend got raped. And the police was like, well, what was she wearing? <laughs> Why did you let her walk out the house like that? It's, I mean, it's kind of your guys' fault. And of course, they were being sarcastic. But it's, that's what yep. the general theme of America is. It's your yep. fault as a woman or even girls. It's, uh, uh, little girls shouldn't be sitting on men's lap. And, and granted, yes, you have to protect these girls. Right. But at the same time, get your shit to yeah it's 11 get the fuck get it the fuck together there's no reason why your daughter should sit on your lap and your dick gets hard it's fucking disgusting or your little sister or whatever the situation is to me that has way more going on in the brain of that man than it does the innocence of that child Mm -hmm. like what Mm -hmm. again protect the little girl we all understand that but at what point does it stop becoming it's our fault and we take some accountability here it's funny i because, again, I was raised in the church. I remember I used to sit like, you know, I was a kid and I grew up in a house full of boys. I used to sit on the couch, have my leg up behind the door. So, like, this one deacon guy came over one time. And I, my dad must have went in the kitchen, was, like, grabbing, like, a something or whatever. And the guy was like, I'm not thinking about it, but when a man comes around, you need to make sure your legs are closed and, and your knees are touching. And I was like, What? I had to be like 10 or 11 and my dad would have like checked him had he saw that. But I was just so confused. And I've always randomly thought about that when I sit around men now with my legs not together. And I I was like, what did I do? I didn't understand what the purpose of that that conversation was or that statement was. And now it's like, damn, you were over here trying to coach me as a child to behave in the presence of a man when you need to fucking behave yourself. Train your little boys and your mindset not to think like that. Yeah. Even even what I do that with my daughter, but I think I do that more so because I'm like, be ladylike. But then even too, I'm like, what's ladylike now? In this great year of 2022, my baby didn't have to ask me what's ladylike because she sees a lot of ladylike things in a lot of men. So, <laughs> and that it's so confusing for me raising a child in 2022 because all those things that I've been telling her because I knew my whole life, but then you still have creeps, you still have weirdos. Where's that balance? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where's that? I don't know. It's lost around this motherfucker. I don't even know how I'm going to. Re- I'm going to ask you once I get to that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so when, when we again, when we talk about the war on women, we talk about even the rising of sex trafficking. Mm. And I don't see a lot of men that are putting out these statements and videos and saying, oh, man, not saying it's not happening. But I'm from my lens. I'm seeing a lot of women lately have been saying they're going out to their car from having a good time. And there's a napkin in the door handle. There's a zip tie on the door handle. They're being followed while they're walking with their kids and they're recording these things. And they go to the police and there's nothing being happened or all these different things. And it's like, why did you watch Rambo, the part three, the third one? Mm-mm. There's a movie Rambo. Is the uh, is it Sylvester Stallone? I Only think Rambo I know is the there's there's boxer, three parts, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Sylvester Stallone is the, he plays the character. Okay, but in the third one, he has this niece who sneaks up. She's a good girl, you know, straight A's like that that typical like oh this is my great daughter or whatever. She's gonna go to college, do all those great things. They never let her out the house, so she ends up going sneaking over to the border of Mexico because they're like in Arizona or something, hanging out with her cousin. And the grandma was like, "Hey, I don't want you hanging out with her because you know the girl fast." Cousin takes her to this club and sells her for a bracelet into sex into sex trafficking. 
And you get down there and they like show it. it's all these young, like 13, 14 year old girls. They drug them up and they're like letting these men come in and just have their way. with. It's so like sad. You watch, you're going to cry. But every time I think of sex trafficking, it, again, it's not just men. Oh, it's not. It's not. But I, it's really not. Mm-hmm. It'd be these uh, these madams yeah. that are like pimping out these women. And it's just it's a, usually a woman who brings yeah. a girl into the game. Right. Because like they always, I was I don't know why we've been watching Tyler Perry movies lately. And it's always <laughs> like a man's like, oh, it's your boyfriend. And, you know, if you love me, you'll sleep with somebody else. I, I, I assume that is one way that it happens. But it's usually a woman that brings somebody else into the thing. Like, hey, you know, you want to make some extra money. You cute girl how about you try this you know you can make you, you could do really well if you xyz and then even watching uh p valley uh big lips she out there pimping that's her name i don't know what her name is oh but i'm like i don't watch it so i don't they uh i think her name is i don't know what her name is but i know he said she has some soup coolers or some dsls and she been like she been getting all the girls in like She's been getting them girls some money. But it's usually a woman who brings them. Yeah. And it, I, mm-mm, it's fucked up. You know, I, I also saw <laughs> something. I'm not going to put the name of the establishment out there because it's just an accusation at this point. But it was in the news for Houston. And it said two women say their drinks were laced at Houston Hookah Lounge, causing them to seize. Hospital found opioids in their system. Then they went on to do like a um a live thing where they were talking to them and asking them what happened i have i don't know if that's ever happened to you i was drugged before i was too and i used to be in these streets yeah like but there's it's like there's yeah there's only so much you can do though i put my napkin on my thing i go to the bed you know and i'm just like man at what point did that shit happen oh i believe i was drugged by a woman I, I couldn't even tell you. What was you that place called? Hell? Social Junkie? <laughs> That's why I stopped going there. Because I like woke up in the bathroom and somebody called the DJ and, and then they he called my line sister to come get me. Like it was it was a situation. And I was like, I'm not. And not for a while, I was like, I'm not going out. Just yeah. because I'm like, usually you out on the lookout for men. But yep. when women are doing crazy stuff, I was like, nah. The people I'm that you good. think you can trust or that we're going to have this sisterhood bond and stick together. Um, I'm starting to see now that it's. I saw some girl say she had went to Walmart and she was doing something and some guy kept talking to her and you can tell like he was following her or whatever. And another guy noticed what was going on and he ended up telling her like, hey, babe, you ready to go? And he was kind of giving her that look like I'm trying to help your ass. Mm -hmm. She good thing she caught on and went acting dumb. But after he started acting like he was her boyfriend, the other dude skedaddled. And That's it's like, crazy. damn, thank God for him because you really don't know what would have happened. And that on top of, again, you have me being followed coming out of, let's say, whatever place I happen to go to. Because I think uh, it was the North Side Prospect Park where the lady said that she had mm-hmm. touched the handle and had to go to the mm-hmm. emergency room and all that. What if it was my birthday and I just felt like wearing some skimpy shit? You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you walked outside naked. Right. But then it's like they automatically is going to say, oh, well, what did you have on? And even when you get raped, um, well, how long were you talking to this dude? And what kind of conversations were you having with him? Why were you at his house at three o'clock in the morning? Why? Why y'all not asking him these same questions? Like, and I watch a lot of freaking um SVU. SV girl, that's my shit. And I'd be like, damn, like they really be coming for these these girls. Mm-hmm. And it don't I think people need to really understand what it means. I say rapey a lot. I use that trigger warning, sorry guys. Because a lot of people need to realize when their actions are borderline, damn, it's looking like you're finna take that shit. 
Like, mm -hmm. damn, girl, take these off. Like, damn, I just walked in here. Why are you asking me to take my drawers off? Like, yeah. oh, no outside clothes on my bed. Well, I'm finna go home because... Girl, I remember one time... Sorry, I just thought about this. I used to be a serial dater. I went on this date and the guy was like, meet me at my house and then we could drive my, right in my car. I was like, cool. So I get up there. He's like, I'm finna... Um, I just got to grab my wallet real quick. He locks the door, turns around, pants down, dick hard. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. And luckily he's like, oh, I was just seeing what you wanted to do. What? Yeah, I, was, I was like, uh, yeah. Can I Am I being punked? <laughs> and ever since then, I don't go to niggas' houses. Like, we meet outside. Like, I'm not doing that whole, I need to have my car so I can leave when I want to. I need to know that, like, I'm in a public setting. Because what the fuck? Really? And niggas is just thrown off. People are thrown off. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I get a lot of men try to still be chivalrous. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad that so many other men have done so many just totally fucked up things to make it to where we women have to protect ourselves. And it's not, we're not trying to come off as mean, but we've been, it, shit, you got to keep your head on a swivel out here. You really well, let do. Me, let me pick you up and take you out on a day. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't I'm want to drive. Know where I live. That part, and it, just whatever the situ may, situation may be, we're still trying to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. But then I'd be thinking, some hopefully this is a message for guys to where you can see it as us not being mean we're not trying to take away your ego whatever you got going on to try to be the man and savior or the whatever and the chivalrous person but we really just be having to look out for ourselves like at this point i'm damn now i understand why my friends always had a fake name Shit, that's just like on Players Club. Diamond, she's walking up to her house from... <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah, that is scary. Girl, I've been giving you all this money. Like, nigga, it was just a dance. Like, and nobody told you to give me this your money <laughs> that you volunteered. Boy, that's a whole nother thing. Y'all be willing to do stuff and then get mad. But I did. Nobody asked Just like you. all those flying out freaking complete Lord, rest in peace to the fly out conversations. I've had enough. <laughs> Women, stop stop getting on these spirit airlines <laughs> to see these men. You ain't got no purse, no wallet, no nothing. And then you want to cry on Beyonce's internet when you can't get your ass back home. At um, this point, it's your problem, boo. We don't want to hear nothing else about it. I don't want to. And oh, sorry. Can I pivot real quick? Please. So speaking of the war on women, um, recently, so now I've, you know, everything we gonna somehow always tie into babying because I'm doing the baby thing right now. It was Not black breastfeeding. <laughs> it was black breastfeeding week last week. And um, I was like, why is there a black breastfeeding week? Like niggas just be trying to come up with holidays. No, you ain't lying. And, but this is real. So apparently 50% uh, of black babies uh, die in comparison to white babies. And sometimes in some areas, triple the amount of that happens. And I think it's because of the misinformation on breastfeeding and um, how to make you new, bleh, how to neutralize, how you, God damn, how to get nutrition into mm -hmm. your body so that you can produce adequate amount of breast milk for your baby. A lot of black babies are born in food deserts where they don't have, you know, their parents aren't able to eat healthy and provide them breast milk. If you don't have, Good supplies, your breast milk will dry up. And if you have to go right back to work, of course, your breast milk going to dry up. And if you were talking to somebody who just has never 
I guess, had the proper uh, education on breast milk, breastfeeding, then you could too dry up as well. So there was a whole movement on Black, Black Breastfeeding Week so that it could promote mothers to let them know like, hey, you too can breastfeed, just you can seek out help or whatnot. And so I was like looking further into it and a lot of Black people traditionally stopped breastfeeding their kids because back during slavery, we had to be wet nurses. So you had to get pregnant, have your baby and feed the white babies. Um, and you couldn't feed your own babies. So I believe there was a war on black women as well, as we know, it was a war on black women, but black children. And so like women have decided, I don't want to, I know so many people who are like, I don't want to breastfeed and they don't know. And whatever you decide to do is your choice, but they don't know that that is something that was taken away of our psyche a while ago to not want to do. And now we're trying to empower women to put it back into our community. So I just really wanted to bring that up, how there has been so many different initiatives <laughs> that have made us just go, I'm not doing that. And or they get, took our choice away from us. Yep. And we're just like, yeah, we're like pit bulls at this point. <laughs> we're just breeders. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you know what? I try to put a little light on that, but I did some real shit. <laughs> we are we're like people. I mean, we really are like they're they're trying to train us to to be this type of dog. And I'm not going to say dog, but you you get my gist. Um, I want to point out that never forget. Hold on. Uh oh, <clears throat> never forget. WIC, which is the Women, Infant, and Child, was created by the Black Panthers to help feed single mothers and their children in their communities. And that was an awesome thing that was created. And thank God it's still in place today because piggybacking off what you said, if I'm in a food desert, how the hell am I going to feed my baby? Facts, you know what I'm saying? But facts. at least I can go to ghetto-ass fiesta on Cullen. I can go get me some loaves of bread. Facts. I can go get me some cheese. I can get me some Facts. milk. And I can feed my baby and I can make water out of, I mean, wine out of water, goddamn. Water out of wine. Yeah, I can do that too. I want some wine. Fuck with your boy. (laughs) (laughs) You see the wrist? Do you have a whole tip? Um, a whole tip. Uh, yeah, actually, since we're talking about war on women, I didn't. I meant to bring up some. Y'all, it's eight o'clock in the morning, so I apologize. My sleep schedule is kind of weird. I meant to bring up. She wakes up at four thirty every morning, and then I go back to sleep at seven. Okay. I'm on, I, ain't, I ain't at work right now, so my schedule's off. Um, but I do wake up before 30. Anywho, um, <laughs> Serena Williams played her last game the, the this past weekend. So by, this is pre-recorded, so by the time you guys see this, this is going to be a little further out. I just want to shout out to her. Um, she Her dad instilled a lot of confidence in her, like to not take no shit from nobody. I feel like there has been a war. Every time we look up, they always trying to disqualify, discredit Serena Williams in every game for whatever she had on or, you know, if she was too aggressive or you know she was too passionate these people have been these people white people have white women have been coming after Serena for a long time and she's been going strong for the last 27 years so I just want to shout her out Um, teach your girls and even as an adult teach yourself to have the confidence that she has to not give a fuck what anybody got to say because you know what they're gonna still keep coming for us and we just gonna have to keep doing our thing and be the greatest at whatever it is we decide to do that's my whole tip damn that was good shitting on mine fuck niggas get money (laughs) my whole tip still is going to go back to you know mothers and fathers when you are raising these young boys or if you identify as a boy um please raise them up to have better thoughts 
versus blaming the the little girl that maybe they start dating or they stay start liking instead. Um, let's shift the narrative when it comes to just raising these little boys and little girls. They they really need us, man. We are the world. We, we are, are the, the children. children. Hold on, go like this. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> the emoji. Bye. Bye.